Hi, I'm Lauren Stibing, and welcome to this episode of the Career Success Podcast. Today, we're joined by Arne Pickard. Arne has 11 years of experience across multiple markets within sales, operations, project management, internal audit, customer services, advertising, PR, and marketing. During his time as the CMO for Little UK, he helped become the number one YouGov brand improver, reaching from number 267 to number two. And as CMO for Little Germany, he helped them to become the number one customer's favorite in German food retail for the first time in the company's history. We have chosen Arn to share with us his insight on taking risks throughout his career and both the rewards and failures. Arndt, thank you for joining us today. Well, thanks for having me, Lauren. So some people may look at your CV and think that the moves you made in your career were not necessarily the most traditional. What would you say to them? Yeah, I think that's an uh, that's, uh, interesting one um, because I, I think I would probably say to them, yes, you're right. I think that actually moving within the organization from sales to auditing and to customer services and actually finally to well, marketing communication doesn't really look like a like a straight line, and um, well, to be honest, when when I started uh, moving between those departments or countries, etc., I didn't really have a full-on master plan. All all that I actually knew was well, ultimately one day I want to become a top decision maker of uh, an organization. So so I knew what what I wanted to achieve, but I had no clear plan yet. How to get there? Uh, actually, per- so personally, looking back now, I think that's okay, and I think you need to have a clear, you know, a target, like a final target, and and then you, on the way, you develop your own way how to get there. And yeah, so at some point during my own career, I actually started myself about to ask myself what what got me here to where I'm now. Yeah, and I think that as well, if you look at at careers in general, I would say there's no one right way, you know, that there are different ways. And um, let's say there's a typical path, I think, in most industries, but there's not just one right way to get there. It's ultimately, yeah, having your target or your end goal and seeing the best way to get there within each organization because it does vary a bit. Yeah, exactly. I, I think, you know, what you describe is it, you could, it could either be standard and that's not a bad thing or it could be sort of non-standard. And um, the more I thought about my, you know, my own path and reflected that, I, the more I decided for myself that the path I took across the organization was, was more of a gift, you know, to my, to my personal development just because I had such an insight across uh, so many departments. I, I always thought, but what, what is this thing? Because you need to, I think you need to make sense. The, the point is only that you need to make sense out of what you have seen so far. And I looked at, at that thing in my case, and uh, all my different positions, uh, they all had one thing in common, and that was customer focus. Um, sales, you're standing in front of the customer, dealing with the situation face-to-face. The next position was customer service. You're mostly dealing, as we all know, with complaints, issues, and, and frustration. And both of the situations, you're dealing with the consumer on behalf of the business. Then the next position in auditing actually brought me the vital change, I thought, from my perspective, because you completely take the other side. Uh, and, and part of the role besides, you know, controlling and auditing and all that stuff was mystery shopping in all European countries. And so I was no longer at that point 
actually dealing with the customer on behalf of the business, you become the customer. And that change, I thought, was extremely vital for myself. Yeah, and when you were proposed these different positions from one to the other, what decision-making processes did you go through, you know, to accept these positions? And did you think that they were bold moves, or how did you, you know, make those decisions? Yeah, like I said before, it was always some kind of a step-by-step game um, with a clear target at the end to to become one day a decision-maker for an entire organization. But I think, as as it is actually with the projects of work, so it is with your career, it often doesn't really matter how you get there, as long as you eventually get there in the end. And uh, I think with that approach, uh, you need to keep the freedom to try things, be open-minded to new opportunities, for actually un- unforeseen opportunities along the way. Be flexible, be open-minded, do what you do, what basically what feels right to you. And I deliberate, deliberately say feels right um, because you need to learn. I think, and that's very important, you need to learn to listen to your inner voice and uh, advice from friends or experienced people is great, but ultimately it's you who will have to live with that decision. So you got to learn actually to take that responsibility. Don't be afraid of making wrong decisions. Be afraid. Uh, sorry, being afraid will only you know hinder you from from making the next big decision in your life and take on a decision with full trust in yourself. And uh, I, I think by that, actually, you uh, you do the first steps in becoming a leader uh, by making decisions. Yeah, and I can say, at least for, for my experience myself, I think the whole point of being afraid, um, maybe you are afraid, but you still should do it anyway. I think that getting rid of that fear, sometimes it's impossible, you know? So I think if you if you have that fear, it's just pushing yourself and having people around that support you and help you as well, because I can imagine, and with everyone, if everyone in your environment is very safe, um, that comfort makes it more challenging. Zone, yeah, it's, it's uh, getting out of that famous comfort zone and, and having trust in yourself. And uh, like exactly like you say, it sometimes must feel uncomfortable. Um, I think because by that you can grow, and only by that. And through these experiences, uh, did you ever have any bumps or failures along the way? Oh, definitely. Um, <laughs> uh, if I think about it, well, I can probably bring up three different ones. And uh, but uh, let, let me start when I was very young at school. So, like many many might know, but uh, school seems very difficult, especially for a young boy. Um, despite a few subjects where I was quite good at, my parents would, yeah, they would probably say, "Of course, I'm a lot of grey hair." <laughs> um, the, the system, uh, and I, I, I like to say the school system me just didn't work out together in a way. But uh, anyway, I'm, I, you know, I managed to get there somehow. And looking back, I'd probably say that uh, our school system needs a dramatic shift and blah blah blah. It needs to be more relevant topics of our times and all that sort of stuff. But you know, that's another. That's probably another topic. But uh, let's just say I wasn't very good at school, but I managed to get there somehow. Next example would be when I started my first job as part of, you know, the, the training program, you are, you're sitting at the till. I was a cashier for several weeks. And uh, I remember that my old uh, store manager got very, very, very upset because I wasn't very fast and quick with serving the customers at the checkout. So not, you know, not as quick as the, the other uh, checkout uh, guys were. 
And so she got really angry. And, and for several times, she made an, an actual attempt to convince the senior manager to, to get me fired. And so luckily they uh, they didn't. So I could become chief marketer for the business a few years down the line. But uh, probably just better say thanks at this point to my bosses for trusting me in that case. Sure. Um, yeah. Another bump or probably learning, I'd probably say learning because I don't really like this word, uh, failure, was maybe also during my, my last position, I may have not managed to make certain people within the organization understand what we were really working on and what um, and basically that there was a bigger thought to some of the things we were doing. And I think it would be you know wrong to assume that they did not or did not want to understand and, and because I think I believe it is my or basically as a manager your job to find the right language and to place. Mm-hmm the right arguments and ultimately to reach out to them. And if you don't, you have to reflect yourself again in that situation. What can you do better next time? Mm-hmm. And you get to take it as a valuable learning because ultimately that's what it is. And it tells you one thing, make it even better next time and, and you might succeed. Sure. And I mean, just looking at where you are now and your future career steps, how will you continue to, to take risks? Huh. Yeah, taking risks is, uh, is is exactly one of those topics. And let me maybe start talking about different types of characters because I think there's no right or wrong, and it really just depends on depends on what type of person you are. And if you're an administrator, you'll tend to play it safe because you're very accurate. You might not be willing to take the biggest risk, um, and you like the idea of knowing what's going to happen tomorrow. If you're a career-driven character, you would also tend to play it safe, or mostly, because your personal wealth and your status that uh, is what drives you in order to put it not at risk. And you tend to be more risk-averse, even if that may not be the best actually for the organization. But if you're, and I think probably I hopefully count, uh, well, not hopefully, I personally count myself for, or rather for that third option, more like a visionary entrepreneur from, from spirit by heart, I think you will take the risk, um, you take more risks in order to follow what drives you, and that is mostly not the salary, not the status. It's it's more the idea, your vision, or actually the people that surround you. I think that those characters will probably not be too concerned about taking risks, making mistakes, and actually eventually losing maybe their, their job at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, personally, I think none of these characters is either right or wrong, although you could possibly argue maybe about uh, the career-driven ones. But uh, in, a, in a good organization, you need the other two. I think it's only in the past that um, and we still I'd probably say we still see today, especially in banks and, and, and insurances, that the old corporate culture is led by risk-averse people coming from you know, the other two species. But I, I think the future organization will be different they will have to place visionary leaders who are willing to take responsible risks in order to achieve progress uh, into the top positions. And it doesn't mean that we don't need uh, any administrators in the future because they are important and vital for, for you know, safety or as, as some sort of safe guardian for, for an organization as well. But I think many of them will be uh, in in the middle management and not necessarily as as in the past mostly in sea level it's all about placing the right character to the right position 
and uh, as we all know, the digital age, uh, the, the digital age, and the world has changed uh, with a speed uh, um, that, when you're risk-averse CEO in such times, I think it, it can become a killer for organisation. And yeah, I understand. I, I agree with you. I think it's around as well finding the right balance. Um, mm. There will still be, let's say similar or the same types of people in organizations and not one type of person is better than another. It's really finding the right place for the right people and where that balance is and making sure the person at the top is truly the person that is best for leading that organization and not, as you're saying, different industries probably will have different different individuals Mm. because their end objective may be a bit different, but it's really finding that right balance and where what makes the whole organization run best and be able to to compete in the market. Yeah, totally. And, you know, when you ask me now how I will make uh, or basically take risks in the future, you know, I, I would probably, the answer would be in the same way as ever before, only with, I think, every step in your life enriched by more learning. So, like I told you, you know, I had much learnings, especially also in the, in the last position. And you will probably or hopefully be better and better every day. And there's, there's two quotes about making decisions that I, that I really like. And so one I don't really remember from who that was, but it says only those who will take risk going too far can possibly find out how far it is possible to go. Um, and and I think that really sums up uh, uh, that you need to explore the potential, and otherwise, uh, you know, you will never see really what is possible. And the other quote was from uh, a scientist and an admiral, uh, Grace Hopper, and and she said, um, and that again is about making decisions. Uh, she said, if it's a good idea, go ahead and do it. It's much easier to apologize than it is to get permission. And I, I think that sums it up quite well, what I uh, think about making decisions. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on the Career Success Podcast. I hope our, our listeners have uh, received some learnings and will take some of this away into their, into their career and their current job. Yeah, totally. Um, uh, it was a pleasure, and uh, it was great talking to you, and take care. 